This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 877. The examiner won't send you to the slammer with this vocabulary. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the seven or higher you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. The topic of crime comes up surprisingly often on the IELTS exam. Today, you'll learn super native phrases to talk about police and prisons that you would never get in a textbook. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how's it going today? It's going great. You know, my legs are a little bit sore. I went for a really long run yesterday. So yeah, feeling good. What about you? Oh my gosh, really good. I went for a hike yesterday and it was just so good to be outside. We took our new puppy and we tried to teach him how to hike and all this good stuff. And (laughs) yeah, good, good stuff. Good stuff. It's good to be able to be outdoors and take in the sunshine. I got a little bit of a sunburn, but (laughs) But that's also nice. You know, especially Mm -hmm. after like being inside too much, Mm -hmm. it's really nice to wake our bodies up again, even if the next day we're a little bit sore or sunburned. I think that's an important Mm -hmm. thing to do. (laughs) Exactly. Totally agree. So what are we getting into today? I mean, we're talking a little bit about crime. Does that ever come up on IELTS? Yes, it does. Uh, Which is weird. Um, Anytime you see a list of like typical IELTS topics, right? Or sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like hot topics on IELTS. Crime is always on there, which is interesting. To me, that's always seemed odd because I don't yeah. I don't really feel like we talk about crime all that much in mm. real life. I don't know. Do you yeah. talk about crime a lot? Uh, I mean, I feel like I've had a lot of conversations about how New York has undergone a massive um, change in crime rate from the 70s. Like I, I tend to have sure. conversations like that a lot. And I've been reading a lot about how people are honestly kind of worried, not so much about crime rate, but that may like that New York won't have enough of a tax base after all of this drama is over in 2020, right? So crime could go up. So I could see myself talking about this topic. Yeah, I would yeah, say. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's true. This That has been something on my mind recently recently as well as far mm-hmm. as like long-term consequences of yeah. like the yeah. shutdown, All of this. right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, this is, okay, I'm going to change what I said earlier. <laughs> this is indeed something people talk about. I think yeah. just the focus of it shifts, right? But yes. just know that this is an IELTS topic. It might come up in speaking part three or writing task two. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, guys, this is an opportunity that we can show some some slang, which seems weird because that's like the formal <laughs> parts of the exam. But guys, like you can't just say police and criminals. Like yeah. that's boring. Yeah. 
It's boring. It's very textbook. And guys, again, the way to get, you know, your seven or higher is get away from that textbook. It's the same as how to succeed in everyday conversation. Get away from your textbook. Always, (laughs) always. Um, Guys, like we did the math. I did over 5,000 speaking exams over my many years as an IELTS examiner. And Mm -hmm. anytime that there were questions about crime, okay, students had like no other vocabulary. It was just criminal, criminal, crime, crime. So today's episode's very important. Yeah. And so what co- what what kind of scores did those students end up getting, Jessica, when they had those textbook phrases? Six. Always yeah. a six. Like, that's yeah. just <laughs> what most students get, guys, is a six. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you're listening to this show. You're not going to get a six because you're going to have better vocabulary. Oh, yeah. Our listeners are way better than that. And I'm excited for this list of words that our listeners can use today. Guys, make sure you write this down. Some of these I didn't even know until we met today. So a lot of these, Jessica, <laughs> you you knew, you've known in the past. So let's get into it for what our listeners can use here. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, before we move on, though, I want to remind you guys to click subscribe if you're not a subscriber already. Yes. Because, guys, I mean, yesterday, Aubrey and I talked about some specific high-level grammar rules. Today, mm-hmm. you're getting slang for the crime topic. I mean, Ah, we have new stuff every single episode, guys. So do Mm -hmm. hit subscribe. Definitely go ahead and subscribe. And there are not many places where you can make sure that you are learning with a former examiner. And this is one of them, guys. So hit subscribe now. Awesome. Okay, Okay. Jessica. So what is that first word? What would you say? Yeah. So this actually came from a three key student in our Facebook group. He asked what the phrase the fuzz meant, (laughs) which is um, it's an old timey word. I feel like I see this in movies from like the 60s and 70s kind of thing. It's an old word, Um, but it's just a slang word for the cops, for the police. Um, So you we looked it up. Where did this come from, Lindsay? Oh, geez. Now I don't have it pulled up. What did we say? Do you remember, Jessica? So, yeah. Um, at, I think it was during like the 60s, a lot of policemen were mm. former, former soldiers. And so they mm. always had this typical haircut of a soldier with it, which is like a, a, a yeah. buzz on top. So their hair is like really short and fuzzy, we could yeah. describe it. So it became a nickname for policemen just saying the fuzz. Interesting. Yeah. So they probably would have been Vietnam vets at that time, right? In the 60s. Interesting. Okay. It is so cool to know that all these phrases, they really do go back to a a clear point in time in history. And I think once we learn that, once we understand that, we can enjoy using them more because we understand it deeper. Yeah. It'll it'll carry meaning, right? Mm -hmm. There's more Mm -hmm. for it to stick to in our brains if we're Mm -hmm. not just connecting it to like, oh, it's a parallel expression for policemen. But if we're connecting it to our knowledge of like, Maybe a song we like from the 1960s about Vietnam mm-hmm. or a yep. movie we watched or whatever, then it's really going to yes. stick. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. So that's a good one. So, guys, write that one down right now. And then cops is a good one because it is very common, right? This is one I obviously knew, um, <laughs> but it's better than saying the police because it's more, it's more slangy, right? Yeah, it's more slangy, but I don't think it's informal either. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the fuzz mm-hmm. is definitely informal, but cops is just, that's just what we say instead of police. Like it's an accepted, straightforward, parallel expression, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. 100%. So that's a really good one, guys. You can rely on that anywhere in the speaking test that could work. And what about the next one, crook? Um, wait, wait, wait. There's one more for cops that is really cool. Um, oh, what is it? This one I've actually heard in like hip hop songs as well. Mm. So it's been around for a long time, but we do still say it. So instead of saying cops, we say mm-hmm. the five O. <laughs> now, the history of this, the etymology is very mm-hmm. fun. So in, oh gosh, probably the 60s, uh, mm-hmm. maybe, no. 70s and 80s. Okay, there was a police show called Hawaii 5-0. Oh. And that's because Hawaii was the 50th state. So that's oh. why where the 5-0 comes from in that show. But then that show was so popular that it became like an accepted slang term. So now, oh. again, instead of police, you can say the 5-0. I love that. Did you used to watch that show, Jessica? Do you know about it? No, I mean, that's before my time. Late, late, late seventies, though, right? Has late seventies, early eighties. I mean, yeah. <laughs> maybe you can you caught some reruns or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, very cool. So that's good. So yeah, guys, there are a lot of terms in American English that come from TV shows. So you, these things you want to know because they will impress the examiner massively. Oh massively. my gosh, guys! I oh my gosh, if I heard just two of these phrases today, hmm. um, in any student answer talking about crime, st- seven. Like, hands down seven for vocals. Yes. Um, Okay, so instead of saying um, jail or prison, because I feel like students know both of those parallel expressions, Mm -hmm. what could we say? Uh, So this word, again, was also new to me. So the the clink, was that the word? Yeah, the the clink. clink. (laughs) Um, That's sort of an old one. I feel like that is Mm -hmm. that could be said with the fuzz. Like the fuzz will throw you into the clink. Um, So a little bit outdated, but... Yeah. I still say it just because it's fun. Yeah, um, that's so fun. I love it. <laughs> so, okay, instead of jail, you could say the clink. Also, instead of prison, you could say the big house. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that we have so many slangs for prison and jail. That's really interesting. I know, right? It's, know. it's weird, but we do. Um, yeah, yeah, so the big house, right? It has this mm-hmm. idea of like the huge maximum security sort of state yeah. prison or whatever. So it's definitely not like the small police department county jail or whatever. Like the yeah. big house is like big prison for serious sort of criminals. Yeah. And just a side point, so I don't forget, I mean, a really, really solid way for you guys to prepare for something like this to get this vocab naturally would be to watch an episode of Orange is the New Black or get into that series. Actually, right now, there's kind of a trend towards dramas that happen in jails. Um, But it was all kind of pioneered with Orange is the New Black. And I think that is probably the best one with the best writing. Oh, definitely. That show is amazing. Check out that series. It was really good, huh? Yeah. So good. Um, Okay. So a last one for prison or jail, you could say Mm -hmm. the slammer. So the Mm -hmm. slammer could be, I I think that would just mostly be big prisons as well, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm, I would say so. Yeah. Jail is, well, there is kind of a difference between jail and prison too, right, Jessica? I think we use them interchangeably as native speakers, but Mm -hmm. um, jail could also be like the smaller ones, like in Mm -hmm. the sheriff office or whatever. Not like you've been to court and now you have to go to prison for four years. Right. Right. I think jail is where they might hold someone overnight until they can make bail. It's before being convicted, officially proven to be guilty. But we do, like you said, we do use it interchangeably. We say he's in jail, he's in prison, essentially the same thing in many cases, right? Yeah. 
I would say yeah. so too. Yeah. Um, okay. So now Lindsay and I are going to do a couple sample answers for questions you might get about crime in speaking part three. Um, yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you first. <clears throat> okay. Um, has the crime rate gone up in your country in recent years? Oh my gosh. Good question. Actually, no. On the contrary, the crime rate in my country, let's say over the last 50 years, has gone significantly down. It has really taken a downward turn. Thank goodness. And I'm so thankful for that. I think that there is more of a police presence. I see more cops on the street more often. I think that... I mean, there are also some controversial reasons for this too, right? If we really want to get into the details, the fact is a lot more people have been put in the slammer over the last 30 or 40 years due to very strict laws around drug possession. And that's really controversial. And I would be happy to get into a debate another day about that for sure. But there are a lot more people in the big house nowadays. However, crime has definitely gone down in the big cities like New York or San Francisco over the last 40 or 50 years years, 100%. Oh my gosh, that was so good. That was such a great <laughs> answer. And oh my gosh, yeah, I could have a discussion about that as oh, well. Yeah. I got my well, opinions. I, I, I- Yeah, I mean, I think that the discussion will really come up in the fall because Joe Biden is running for president and he was he played a big part in a lot of the laws that did cause a lot more, especially African-American men to end up in jail. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to be a big issue in politics, guys, coming up here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually, this is like a current topic as well that I hear in local news in Oregon, um, trying to reduce jail populations right now during Mm -hmm. COVID-19 and changing some of the rules and stuff. So, oh, right. Definitely, guys, like stay up to date, read the news so you have stuff to say about these topics. But a couple phrases that were really great there. Um, The uh, formal transition phrase on the contrary was good. Mm -hmm. Talking about like a downturn instead of saying decrease is awesome. Mm -hmm. And again, like a mixture between that high level vocab with like really native slang like cops, right? Like we can we Mm -hmm. mix those up as natives for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, and another great phrase, guys, to introduce more specific ideas. You said, if we really want to get into the details. So, mm-hmm. like, that's so much better than saying, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Actually, that brings up a question, Jessica. Do you think that IELTS uh, chooses certain questions based on current events? Like, would they be likely to put out questions on, you know, staying at home or diseases, yeah. infectious diseases into IELTS based on current events? Or is it just totally random how they choose their speaking questions for the week? Yeah, no, that's a good question. They're definitely not up to date. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. that, like, it's always going to be very general, these questions, right? Because the process that IELTS goes through to approve these questions takes forever, okay? Mm. So it's never going to be, like, super current. And plus, they don't want to, like, ask anything that's politically sensitive either. Yeah. But nonetheless, guys, we do encourage you to use ideas ripped from the headlines to prove your examples because that's how you stand out. So, Not going to be in the questions, but should be in your answers. (laughs) Love that answer. Really, really good. Okay. All right, Jessica, I'm going to turn the tables here and ask you a question. Are you ready? (laughs) Here we go. Kind of. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Why is there more crime in big cities than small towns? Oh, my gosh. You know, that's that's really interesting because I've been listening to a couple different true crime podcasts lately, <laughs> and one of them focuses on the current opi- opioid crisis that we see more so in small towns and rural communities than in urban centers. So I would disagree with that premise just right away. Like, I think if you look at the um, arrest records and sort of um, clink populations in small towns, they're going to be surprisingly large, again, because of the opioid crisis, right? Mm. Whereas opposed to big cities where there would be different kinds of um, offenses and um, criminal records. So I would disagree with that. I think no matter where you are, there's going to be some crime. But I do want to call attention to the fact that the media still likes to um, impose an idea of fear by convincing people that there are more people going to the big house now, right? That there are more problems like with the 5-0 and how they treat people. But like you said previously, I think crime rates have actually gone down in recent years. Mm, I love that. You were really able to get in some of these phrases. The population, I think you said, the 5-0, the big house. Nice job. It also sounded very natural. I was really, really trying to get those phrases in there, though, guys. <laughs> well, that's a perfect example. The sample answer you just gave us is a perfect example of really pulling in the current events of the opioid crisis here, right? They didn't specifically ask about the opioid crisis, but you brought in something that's real to you. You know, we've heard, we've all read about this in the states. It's real, it's concrete, and it's specific. So it makes the answer so much easier. Yes, exactly, guys. Like, we need a news. We need ideas. Mm -hmm. So listen to NPR. Listen to the BBC. Also, I really encourage you to read a local paper in English Mm because most countries do have news in English that is published locally. So search that out, guys. I love that 100%. And guys, remember, as we finish up today, go ahead and hit subscribe because we do bonus episodes that you will miss. You don't want to miss everything that is going on on IELTS Energy. So go and hit subscribe now. All right. Yes. Awesome. All right. Lindsay, this has been super fun. As always, Jessica, (laughs) I'll see you back on here very soon. Thanks a lot. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.